Greetings, Christian Faith Baptist Church disciples, saints of the Most High God. Welcome to another Bible study as we continue to grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, and I like to think of this time not only as our getting head knowledge, but really being equipped to serve, to worship, and to use the tools that he has given us so that we can be that salt and light he has called us to be. We are being transformed into his image, adopting um, the values, the, the life that he has in store for us. So sometimes in a, a study, uh, just some a simple phrase can be used and that ignites some fire in us. It turns on a light bulb and that causes us to go on our knees and, and pray or to seek the Lord or to study more or to have a change of thought and how we activate whatever God does great things in us, but and not but he does great things through us in us through his word and in the work of the Holy Spirit. So it's exciting to uh, be together tonight in his word. As I mentioned, we are in first John chapter four, and we are going to uh, continue our study. So let's go before the Lord in prayer. Father God, thank you for another night, another opportunity to be in your presence. Thank you, Lord, for those who have already logged on and for those that will. We pray, Lord, that again, we would not only be hearers of the word, but be doers of the word. Equip us, O oh God, to serve you. Equip us, Lord, that we can love our neighbor better. Equip us, Lord, that we can um, just be a, a blessing to someone else and edify the body of Christ. But Lord, we want to be your servants, uh, thoroughly equipped um, to serve you in spirit and in truth. And Father, we thank you this night in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 First John chapter four. Um, what we're going to do tonight, this is really, I think chapter four is probably going to be at least two, maybe three um, settings because the first part, there's a lot of uh, information just in the first six verses. Uh, but for, so for tonight, we will read verses one through 12 for tonight. And I'm going to, uh, I'm going to give you a rest, Deacon Brown. Um, not that I, we don't want to hear your love, lovely voice, but I'm going to call on someone that's very near and dear to you, um, Sister Manson. If you <laughs> keep it all in the family. So mm -hmm. Sister, <laughs> Sister Deborah, can you read First uh, John 4, verses 1 through 12? Caught you off guard, huh? A little bit, but yes, sir. I will do that. <laughs> One through 12? Yes, please. Okay. Dear friends, <clears throat> do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you can recognize the spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. 
but every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus, acknowledge Jesus is not from God. <clears throat> this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming and even now is already in the world. You, dear, dear children, are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. They are from the world and therefore speak from the viewpoint of the world and the world listens to them. They are from God, I'm sorry, we are from God and whoever knows God listens to us, but whoever is not from God does not listen to us. This is how we recognize the spirit of truth and the spirit of falsehood. Dear friends, let us love one another for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. And this is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. Amen. Thank you Amen. for reading the word. So this uh, section is it's really kind of two parts, but I want to pause here. Um, at the end of chapter three, near the end of chapter three, uh, John started talking about love, this agape love, that you know, love is from God and about loving one another. And so that's kind of where we ended off in the end of chapter three and the, the, the spirit of God who has anointed us to really know him and to really walk in this, this love. Um, and, and even in the times of uh, our own uncertainty, just we can know beyond a shadow of a doubt that um, God is at work within us. Um, so that's where we start, ended up in uh, chapter three. And then the second section um, of chapter four from verses seven through 12 repeats uh, the theme of, of love. But then there's verses one through six kind of, uh, I won't say goes off script because this is scripted by the Holy Spirit, but it, mm -hmm. it has a different emphasis. So from what we've read, just kind of talk about any two or three things that stand out to you tonight, just from these first six or first 12 verses. I think it takes the spirit in us to love. It takes the spirit to be in us to love. Okay. We have to have the spirit in us to love. Okay. We need the spirit of God to love. Amen. Anything Amen. else? Amen. Amen. Don't trust. Can I also, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Don't trust every spirit. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. That comes across very, very loud and strong in the very beginning. Amen. Yes, I was going to say that it, it teaches us about discerning uh-huh. spirits and um, about the Antichrist and, mm-hmm. and what those what traits um, are possessed by those who are evil. Right. And everybody confesses that they are of Christ uh, or is not of Christ, there's the Antichrist, it's like, as Deborah had mentioned. Yeah. And we confess our, in our so, hearts that we are of him. Amen. Amen. I want to I want to build on what that last part uh, because that is a that is a a big part and that's kind of what I have in my notes because as you probably know I like to make the connections because when we do our study we're doing it in short segments but this is actually links back to chapter two where it talks about that the spirit of the Antichrist is already in the world. And Uh so while it may seem, this first section may seem disconnected, it really is not, it is kind of taking us back a step so that um, we will know and it's being further developed. And here's how it starts. Just that simple word, again, beloved. Uh, That pastoral, that loving uh, relationship that the apostle has with this particular co- uh, community. And what does he say in that very first verse? I think it was captured by Brother Taswell, Deacon Taswell. Mm-hmm. It's about every spirit in the world is not the true spirit. So okay. you must have discerning spirit so you can recognize and you uh, test the spirit with the with the word of God or with the spirit. Okay, so test the spirits. So it it may be helpful just to imagine, to think about what was the Apostle John directing this? Why was this so important that in the middle of talking about love and um, who we are in Christ to this section, what was going on during that historical setting in that time, is anybody aware what was what was John warning them against? We already know that there is a spirit of Antichrist going on. What else? Have, have we picked up anything that uh, he is warning them about? False teachings. Okay, so there's there's a, a general. The spirit of Antichrist that has already been is being pervasive during that era. And then secondly, there are there are false prophets or false teachers that are going about. So those two things, having an awareness of what's going on around them. Um, and remember, when he's talking to this, these believers, these are back then these this is not necessarily a singular congregation these are believers in various house churches so the message needed to be spread um, among them that within the churches even you have to be on guard that false prophets false teachers 
um, may arise and so kind of have their antennas out. Now that was then, that was the historical cultural context. So does this have any relevance for us today in a sense of do we need to still test every spirit? Do we need to be aware of false prophets or false teachings? Or was this solely for that historical context? We still need to be aware today. That is an excellent yeah. answer. <laughs> you go to the head of the class. <laughs> <laughs> um, exactly. So although he was talking maybe to a specific situation, this word is still powerful, but it says, but test the spirits to see whether they are of God. There was this infiltration and there still exists infiltration within the church with lying and deceiving spirits that can be poisonous to the body of Christ, um, teaching falsehoods, mm -hmm. um, spreading false doctrines um, that we need to be on guard against. And so he's kind of setting the, the, the foundation or setting the framework for us to uh, be on our guard. And this again goes back to chapter two when it talked about, you know, you don't need anyone to teach you because you have the, the anointing of the spirit, meaning um, it, it's not that you don't need teachers, but you don't have to be subject to these false teachers. They're, the spirit of God is already at work within you. And so he's reminding them again to test every spirit, do not believe every spirit. And for us in this present society where we are bombarded with uh, information, um, not just, um, I would say secular, but even from within um, the church's various uh, uh, teachings and doctrines that may come out that could scatter the people of God or lead us astray. So do not believe every spirit. Test to see what if they are from God. And how do we do that? What is it? Is it just that you know sometimes we say that just doesn't that just doesn't feel right? And that may be part of it. So what is it that we have that will help us to test the spirit? Word of God. Okay. Let me just read verse two. It's very instructive. This is how you can recognize the spirit of God. So it's giving them a, a, a this is this is it. Every spirit that acknowledged that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. God. So that's the first part. Who do men say? that I am. Isn't that what Jesus said? Amen. Same thing here. What, what are these teachers, false prophets, or anyone for that matter, what are they saying about Jesus? Is he the son of God? Mm -hmm. Is he the savior of the world? Mm -hmm. Is he the only way, the truth, 
and the lights. Is he a we good teacher? Go ahead. We, Go ahead. We know this to be true, but there are some people who practice religion that don't believe that Jesus Christ was the son of God and that he was born of a Virgin Mary. But uh, if we believe that as a fact and know it as a fact, we know that the word of God is true. Amen. And that's, so we go back to what someone said earlier, <laughs> do it by the word mm -hmm. of God, because the Amen. word of God is what teaches us what you just said. And I, and I used the expression last week, I believe it was, that, that's kind of a, our creedal confession, that we believe in the virgin birth. We believe that Jesus was born in the flesh. There's some things that we believe as foundational to our faith, that he died and he rose again, and he is God in the flesh, true God and true man. Um, so those are the things that we need to know about Jesus and what our people teaching and saying about Jesus the Christ. Amen. And you know, anything, the, go ahead. One of the references to to that verse, it, it uh, reminds us of the scripture where it says that um, everything be established by two or three witnesses. So we're not exactly sure. We've got the body of Christ. We've got others who are walking with the Lord in whom also the Holy Spirit dwells that we can come to a consensus through the word of God and the spirit of God, whether or not something is of God that we hear. Yes, so we have the testimony um, not of Scripture as well as God places uh, within the body those, um, and we can test it um, because if if our if our interpretation is going <laughs> awry, then we need to be brought back in line. So we need to have that corporate. But Amen. the Word of God is what we still base our standard on okay. the word is unchanging yes test Amen. the spirits verse uh, yeah uh, yeah verse three but every spirit that does not acknowledge jesus is not from god this mm -hmm. is the spirit of the antichrist which you've heard is coming and even now is in the world already in the world so we have established that and the next thing he says there in testing the spirit Basically, he says, know who you are. What does he say about who we are? Who are we? Well, it says it right there in that verse, uh, verse four. It says, you, we are from God. Mm -hmm. Don't let anybody tell you any different. Those who made a confession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ are the sons and daughters of God. We have been grafted in to the body of Christ. Nothing can steal that away. So that's one. Remember who you are. But there's something else that he says right alongside that. You, you are from God. And we have overcome them. There it is. Because of the one who's in you. Because thank you. Because of the of the Christ, the Spirit of God that dwells in us. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get too far ahead because he covers that a little bit more in chapter five. 
-hmm. But for now, we are what? Overcomers. Overcomers. Mm -hmm. We have overcome. We are victorious. Victors, not victims. <laughs> oh, there. Yeah, I have uh, heard that expression um, quite often that we are victors, not victims, because we are overcomers through him who died and rose again. It is not in our own strength or power, but it's through the spirit of God that lives within us because, as was already indicated, what does the next part of that verse say? They are from the world. Mm -hmm. No, even the second part of verse four. Oh, okay. Because we are greater than the one, than the one. Mm -hmm. you know, who is the in the world. world. Because because the, 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 the one who is in us is greater. Is greater. And, and, and we, have to, we, have to, we have to make sure that we get that right. The indwelling spirit. Yes, because the one who is, is in us. So this is not a mind over matter thing. This is not reaching some uh, mm -hmm. state of ecstasy where you come to a new level because you've reached higher thought. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one who is in us yeah. whereby we can proclaim Amen. we are over overcomers Amen. the Amen. moment we think that we are overcomers in ourselves then what paul said in first corinthians he who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall so that's a a, a a sharp reminder for us know who we are but we are who we are because we are in Christ and Christ is Amen. in us. And Amen. so when we say greater is he that is in us than he that is in the Amen. world, to know that of a, of a surety, that's why we are overcomers through him who loved us. Amen. 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 And on that thought, uh, another scripture in one of Paul's epistles that, that really just blows my mind is it says that the spirit of God, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead in us as believers. There is no greater power than that Amen. power that raised Jesus from the dead and he raised, He abides within us as Christians. Yes, and, and we can continue and all these things we are more <laughs> than conquerors. Mm -hmm. So yes, that's who we are. And so we don't have to live a defeated life or defeated mindset um we are victorious victorious in christ jesus in contrast let's go right down to verse five they are from the world and therefore speak from the viewpoint of the world and the world listens to them so the world so there's a contrast there's the world system. Yeah. Did you hear that? 
And so they're yeah. going to they're going to identify with what the world has to say by their speech. Mm -hmm. They embrace and teach the things that are of the world. And what are those things of the world? Those things, just in a nutshell, often are contrary to the things mm -hmm. of God. Things like mm -hmm. self-reliance to the point of thinking that we in ourselves mm -hmm. have achieved some greatness. Yeah. That's not what this is all about. Or that we don't need God. That is the lie that was even from the very beginning. Did God really say mm -hmm. what God is trying to do? He's trying to keep you from reaching your full potential because he knows that if you either that, you're going to be like God. So you really don't <laughs> need God if you just gain a certain amount of knowledge then you don't need all that. That's right. However, <laughs> uh, somebody fill in the however for me. However, dot, 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 ellipsis. What, what comes next? Do we need God? Amen. Yeah. All right. Okay. I, just, I don't want to leave it hanging out there. Without Amen. nothing. That, there we go. There it is. Without him, we would truly fail. Yeah. That's right. So, like a that, ship without a sail. Uh oh, go ahead, y'all. Go ahead and sing that song. <laughs> 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 y'all didn't think I knew that one. Um, uh -huh. so that's that's how the world. Don't operates. don't don't start me up, y'all. Don't start me up. <laughs> All right, we're we're in Bible study now. We're not having church up in here. Up in here. <laughs> Okay. They are from the world. They have a, a, an audience that they they want. Uh, yeah, these Old Testament words, things like they have itching ears. ears. So they gravitate for the things that they want to hear. And again, I'll point back to what happened in the Garden of Eden from the very beginning. And I can go skip over to the Tower of Babel. Mm -hmm. Let's build this for ourselves. So there has been a move from the very beginning to eliminate God from the equation, but we need God. Amen. Verse six. Could somebody read verse six again? Because that brings us back in. We are from God, and whoever knows God listens to us. But whoever is not from God does not listen to us. Amen. Um, I'm sorry. It's, okay. Yes. Yeah, this is how we recognize the spirit of truth and the spirit of falsehood. So again, remember it started off with test the spirits, mm -hmm. and it's closing here. This is how we'll know. And so let's let's examine verse six. We are from God. So there's a contrast with what they are from the world. And what is that? The one who knows God will do what? Listen us. to us. Mm -hmm. Remember, and, and, I, and I want us to make sure that we hear this. This is not um, arrogance on the a part of the Apostle John. A, he's using his apostolic authority for one part, but he also has already told them to do what? Test 
the spirit. He's also told them in chapter two, you have an anointing um, that the spirit of God is within you. So since you are from God, the things and the spirit of God is at work within you, you will recognize the truth about who God is and what I'm saying by the inner witness of the spirit who is at work in every believer. That's part of that discerning work of the Holy Spirit equipping us. And we started with talking about the word of God, which is why we need to have to continue to grow in the knowledge of the word of God. So we will be equipped to recognize those things that are in line with God's word. And so his audience are those who believe and are in Christ. And over and over again, I know I mentioned it before, he says over and over again, and we know, and we know, and we know, because at this time they were also dealing with those, the, an early form of what was called Gnosticism, just this super knowledge. They said, no, that's that's not what that is. We know because we have the truth of Jesus Christ living within us. We have the spirit of God living in, a, in us. And because of that, we can know by that inner witness of the spirit. The spirit of truth is within us. And what does did John say in chapters 14 through 16 um, of, of his gospel? That he will, meaning the spirit, will lead us and guide us into what? All the truth. All truth. truth. And so we are dependent on the Holy Spirit to bring revelation of his word. Amen? Amen. Okay. Amen. 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 So it's important for us. And I, I want to, re, re, I think I think I covered this, but just remember, this is not blind followership. Mm -mm. I'll say that again. This is not blind followership. He started with test the spirits, gave some of the, the guidelines to know what are they saying about Jesus and how do we balance that by knowing what God's word says about Jesus? What is what is that inner witness of the spirit who is revealing God's nature, God's truth within us? And I will broaden that to say, just like John said, we are from God, the testimony of the community that has gathered um, as, as the people of God. So we have all of that together so that we are, and just as we're doing tonight, we're, we're diving into the word of God. We are discussing, we are being challenged, we are being transformed, that we can examine this and know for ourselves who we are. We are overcomers and we don't have to bend to the, to the lies of the wicked one that will want to promote falsehood. Because once that happens, once that <clears throat> gets in the system, then that infects, can, can infect so many other things within the body of Christ. So test the spirits. Anything else? Just in that first section from verses one through six. This is a reminder, too, that we are in the world, 
but we are not to be of the world. And mm. when he says this is a world perspective, there are those who are uh, who believe what is being said because that's their perspective. But we have to know who and whose we are as, so that we can test. And one of the things you mentioned about this word being relevant now, it's a universal word. Every time we read it, we are reminded, as John is reminding us, of who we are. That's and sometimes right. we do forget we are human. So <laughs> I just find it fascinating to to hear again what I've heard before mm -hmm. and may have, you know, just not internalized the same way. And that reminds me with all the different voices we're hearing, it is so, so comforting to know that there is absolute truth and that is the word of God and we can know it through the Holy Spirit. Amen. Is is that a um copyright copyrighted statement you just made? Absolutely not, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Anything I say, but you know. <laughs> no, and the reason why the reason why I, I say I you know kind of tongue in cheek, but just to to string that together in terms of absolute truth, that's a very bold declarative statement that the world and that's again antithesis and that's a good example it's the your truth my truth it's affirmation yeah so this so we have the and truth. that's not there, <laughs> there is the truth yes and that's what we that's what we stand on the word of God, and it is absolute. Exactly. Unmitigated. Unmitigated. <laughs> uh, Pastor. Yes, yeah. uh, sir. My take on that is, you know, uh, people tell you something, that might be their truth, like you say, but that don't mean that it's true. So you <laughs> got it with it's true they said it. That don't mean it's true. A lot of people say a lot of things. Even even our uh, senators and everything, and they and they quote scripture and everything else. That's not a true spirit. And words and, is that God be true that that thing. Know that every everybody. Yes. Amen. Yes. Yes. And so that that's why it's it's important to be be true discerning. But in that discernment, I also don't want us to, to ever get to the point of being arrogant about it. Right. We, right. We, do, we do that in all, and we'll get back to the love part, but in all love and humility, always remembering that you know, whatever truth that we're walking in, we only have part of it. We are growing in that. And so... It is absolute, but we don't know absolutely everything. So we are growing in Amen. that. And we're trusting that as we are applying God's word and filtering it and all that, because the world is saying one thing and we're balancing that off of what the word of God says. And then we are getting either into Bible study, or I know some are going to Bible study fellowship, or they're fellowshipping with other believers and finding out, you know, how do I live this life out? Because I want our goal is we want to please the Lord and and because uh, he's looking for a church without spot or wrinkle. We, we want to be right. And I know it's not by works. We know that. 
but still our desire is to, to present ourselves before the Lord and to say, Lord, here I am. I know I'm a man or a person of unclean lips, but Lord, mm -hmm. continue to, to purge me, yeah, purge me through your word, your, your spirit. So it's an ongoing process <clears throat> that is going on within us. Anything else? One thing I recognize also, Pastor, is everyone that walked and believed in Christ in the word, we are constantly reminded after all the different disciples and the different prophets, they, the ones that of God preach the same thing that is of God, the truth. And um, I, I, I find that amazing that um, we, and the reason why we believe this is because a constant reminder of these things. And then that helps us walk in a way that, that God would have us to live. Yeah. Amen. I would I would say let's continue to have that um state of amazement. You know, because mm -hmm. you can look at um just just I mean just think about I don't want to go too much off, but think about the, the canon of scripture mm -hmm. written over thousands of years saying the same thing, over all pointing to God our creator. His Amen. plan for the redemption of humanity prophesied over hundreds of years to the various prophets, thousands of years, if you even go back to all the way to, to Genesis, that, mm -hmm. that, that vein has run all the way through what some would call redemption history, revealed in Christ, but it has not stopped because he promised, <laughs> you know what the promise is. Amen. He's he's coming back again. Coming back again. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. So, and and that's amazing. And all that is found in the pages of what we would call the Holy Writ, the Word that's of right. God. That God has given that to us to unfold His plan, so that we can test the spirits and see that they line up with the Word of God. But again, I say, do it with all. Humility yeah. and love, knowing that um, it is it is a God at work, um, and not our intellectual uh, capacity. Yeah. It's it's mm -hmm. not that at all. Because any intellect that we do have, where'd that come from? <laughs> that came from that's right. That came from that came from the Lord. Um, so, Amen. Ooh. Let, we're gonna we're gonna start at least verse seven and eight because we just we just can't not at least dip our toes in it just a little bit because it's going back like I said chapter three talked about love and the spirit of God then it gives us this warning in the oh let me let me let me pause for a moment well, you all surprised me. Because not once during this time of talking about test the spirits and the spirit of God, I would I just knew and I have it had it in my notes, but nobody talked about spiritual warfare at all. Do you think this is an element of spiritual warfare? Most oh, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. So, definitely. 
so so I just want to throw that out there that it's linked to what Paul discussed in Ephesians chapter six that we have to put on the whole armor yeah. of God and that's all part of it. So I don't want to leave before at least adding that little piece in there so we can make those connections. So verse seven and eight. Who wants the honor of reading verse seven and eight again? <laughs> Anybody? Dear friends, let us love one another for love comes from God, and everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Amen. Whosoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. Excellent. Go ahead and read uh, verse 9 as well. And this is how God showed his love among us, and he sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. Amen. So that we might live through him. Beloved. Amen. He said that in the beginning in verse one. He says it again. Or some translations say, dear friends, but I'll use beloved. What Be are loved. we what are we encouraged to do? What is he calling for us to do? Beloved? Love Let one another. Love God and love one another. Another. Let us love one another. Remember who's writing this. This is Apostle John. Mm -hmm. Just think about that for a moment. Because many believe that he is the one who that is talks about that the one who was at put his head on Jesus. Uh, breasts at the last su supper, the one who, uh, <laughs> or the writer claims, <laughs> is like, I know Jesus loved me the most. Um, but so he, he comes from that framework. And if we go mm -hmm. back to the Gospel of John over and over again, mm -hmm. that theme of love comes out loud and clear. And of course, we know John 3, 16 and other places within uh, the Gospel. And, and then when we get later in the Gospel, um, he talks about, by this you will know that you are my disciples if you have love one for another. Mm -hmm. So there's already been set up that that is what the calling is for we as believers. And he says it directly. Beloved, let us love one, one another. another. <clears throat> That's our call. That's yeah. what he wants of us, to love one another. Why? Because love is God. love is of God. No, look, God is God. God is love. Love. Yeah. This God dwells within us. Yes. Right. right? Right. Amen. So we are being conformed and made into the image of his son. Yeah. He wants the world to know about the father. <clears throat> He's not 
here physically. By this, the world will know you are my, my disciples if you have what? Love, love one, one for another. For so yeah. let us love one another. Why one? Because this is love is from God. Yes. Mm -hmm. So his whole nature, love is from God. God's love, let's go down to verse we have a couple minutes. God's love in verse 9. Let me go back to verse 9 again. God's love initiated. I showed. It says he showed or he initiated. We know that. His love among us. This is what he did. So this loving action. It has to be part of the, part of the challenge is to we have to be the initiators because that's yes. what God is working out. And loving one another is not waiting for somebody to come to us. Wait, did y'all hear that? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Love is not waiting for someone to come to us. Love right. initiates the action. Mm -hmm. Man. Love initiates the action. Yes. And there's a whole lot that can be said just right there. Mm -hmm. Demonstrated by. He demonstrated by giving. Yes. He initiated. And there's a whole lot we could say about it, but I'm, we're going to stop there because we're going to actually pick up there next week at, from verses 7 through um 7 through the end of the chapter, 7 through 12 in particular, because uh, there's a lot from a theological standpoint. It talks about the word propitiation, and we've discussed that before. Uh, but God's love wants to be manifested through us, and how that part of the way that that happens is that we love one another. Hey, hey, hey Pastor. Yes, sir. And also, we even have to love your enemies. Yes. Love mm -hmm. our enemies. Yeah. Let, 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 let me twist in my seat a little bit for that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. We, we, he doesn't really discuss that part of it, but that is, but again, this is how the world will know you are my disciples. If you have love one for another, mm -hmm. initiated, love is an initiated. And since love is initiated, it does lead towards even loving the enemies. But here mm -hmm. he's, he's focusing on first the household yeah. of faith. Mm -hmm. So that's that's where he's starting from. So that's where we're going to stay there for a little bit. Um, and then we will also show, well, it'll, it'll, of course, broaden from there um, because his love extends, as we know from John 3.16, God loved the world. And since he loved the world, that's also what our calling is as well. 
So we'll pick up. Could, could I quickly, quickly? I'm itching to say this. Could I quickly, quickly go, say? Go, go right ahead. That love is a verb. That's all I want to say. Okay. <laughs> so it's an action word, huh? Action word. That's right. It's transitory. It's movement. Uh oh. Love okay, is now, what love does. A transitive verb. You're absolutely right. Good for you, Tyra. <laughs> <laughs> Does, do, do you still give out red stars, gold stars? What's the what's the deal here? Just love me. That's all. That's, that's a gold star. I give out hearts now. Right? I used to give out stars. I give out hearts now. Oh, give out hearts. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Real quick. I I think it's calling us one another, each Christian, to a higher level, and Amen. how we define love. Because you know, mm -hmm. love is what love does. It's agape, unconditional love. Right. Tell folk you love them and still knock them upside the head. I, I, I'm, I'm beating you because I love you. Don't, I tell my mother, don't love me so much. <laughs> oh Lord! Oh, that that must have been Deacon Taswell because he just has a way. <laughs> truth, brother. Truth. <laughs> well, coming from Mama, that might go together. <laughs> you know. That's why we hear it from mostly from Mama. We we are having just too much, too much fun. Well, I won't say too much fun. It's good for us to to be able to uh, laugh and enjoy yeah, one another, but also just to really, we're we're trying to live out this love thing and and the challenge of what does it all mean and how do we just it, it starts with the household of faith and. And and we have to deal with the reality is sometimes that may be challenging, but that's what we are called to. And it's an init the initiative of love. As y'all English ma majors talk about, it's a verb, it's transitive, <laughs> all that kind of good stuff. It's Amen. just a teaching moment. <laughs> Teaching the whole whole person. Amen. That's Amen. right. That's right. Amen. Well, we're gonna we're gonna stop there. Praise God. And we like I said, we will pick up at verse the section uh 